We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is True Faith Weekly Podcast. I'm Alex Hurst, joined on the line by Andrew Bollins, and we're here to talk to you about Preston, Preston North End, who Newcastle uh, absolutely obliterated on Tuesday, and we'll hopefully we'll do the same to them this coming Saturday in the league. Today's show, uh, me and Bolland are going to have a quick chat about what happened on Tuesday and how he sees the weekend going, and then we're going to have uh, two Preston fans on. Uh, to talk to us and give us the lowdown on their football club and their season so far. Bolin, I have a very important announcement to make, and I need you to, to remember this. It's now right. it's now come to my attention. It is perfectly reasonable to change the words of the Hello, Hello song. <laughs> I was thinking this last night, actually. Of course you were. Of course you were, because it's, 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 the, it's the only time in my life we're genuinely going to win the Football League and we're going to win the Cup. <laughs> Like I've already been, I've already been on the sky to try and get a bet for it, but they haven't given me odds yet. Oh, I was going to, yeah. I, I, Bolland, I told you, and I said you were going to have to wait until you listen to the show for my sky gag. Um, right. For me, Ladbrokes. So the start of this show was supposed to be me ringing Ladbrokes, which I did, and I went, "Can I have the? Can you give me the odds for the favourites for the Europa League next season?" Um, and the the the, the woman was like, um, "Give me a second and I was going to cut that bit out, and then um, she came back, this is true, she came back, and she said, well, Sevilla and Borussia Dortmund are 40 to 1, and obviously it was like, <laughs> sorry, I want the favourites, she went, well, beyond that, you've got a host of clubs, and about 60 to 1, she's like, you've got um, Roma, Spurs, Athletic Bilbao, and I was like, no love, <laughs> the favourites, <laughs> until she basically went, well, who do you want to price for? And I was like, well, obviously, Rafa Benitez is in Newcastle, and she burst out laughing and give us a hundred to one. A hundred to one, by the way. How shit are those odds? <laughs> We're in the championship. <laughs> hundred to one. But um, the, the phone call didn't record on the phone system, so <laughs> it was all for it was all for all for nothing. But I'm sure you listeners uh, appreciate the anecdote and the effort I went to to try and bring you that gag. Um, I thought it was going to be something Sunderland related. I don't know why. Nah, no time for them though. Though you've got you've got a worry for Sunderland these days, Bollins. The poor people are way aside. It's, uh, I, to- I literally don't care. <laughs> at, at all. Um, no. Hopefully, I'll never have to go back. Yeah, yeah, Bolland of uh, we aside, we aside, Bolland. Is that what they call you in the office? Merseyside now, Merseyside. Merseyside, Bolland. Um, yeah. 
Okay, Bollins. Um, you didn't see the match on Tuesday. Nope. So why don't you ask me some questions about it? Right. Well, I watched the highlights, and um, first thing, the army scored two mint goals, but also on the highlights seemed to miss a variety of really, really easy chances. Particularly one, I think it was one in the first half, where he basically Mitrovic cuts it back to him, and he's got the entire goal to shoot out. Yeah. And somehow manages to get it in the corner of the visas. Um. What, what was what was what was Mohamed Diaby the other night was he good was he bad was he lucky he was good like, he was good and by the way the highlights don't if anyone listened to this was not a match I'm sure there are plenty of people um, the highlights do not do our domination justice at all you've got Lindegaard has pulled off two he had a bad night but he pulled off two ridiculous close to the goal saves where like I think it was Mitrovic and um, Anita just needed to like tap the ball in, and Mitrovic has saved it. Um, he made numerous other saves, and also Mitrovic has missed an absolute dead easy header, like he should have scored. And we've hit the post three times, and then Diame also. Bolland, I don't don't think because you because you work away in the um, in the cup against Wolves, he tried some outrageous yeah. chip from the edge of the area um, and hit the bar. He did the same thing again on Tuesday, and it nearly went in. So. We should have really had ten go- like ten goals isn't even one of those nights where you know like when we beat Brighton, apart from Gufran shot like we scored all our chances. Ten goals yeah. still would have represented quite a bad finishing ratio. Yet we only got six. <laughs> that, that's I've never I've never seen a game like it. I've what well, I mean. <laughs> this this is a story for another day. But I've I've got over hundred ninety points and I've had a season ticket for ten years. So that's what ten nineteens two hundred three hundred. So I've been to at least three four hundred Newcastle games in my life plus England games, plus watching football on telly, and I've never, ever seen a team as dominant against any level of... At any level of football, it doesn't matter if um, a Premier League team has played a conference team, I've never seen a team take 10-man pressing apart like Newcastle did. And well, I think we said it earlier in the season, and you actually said we'd do this to Wolves, we're going to score 10 this season. I, I'm convinced of it. We're yeah, going to score 10. <laughs> You laughed at me at the time, but there's, there's absolutely no doubt who will, because it's just too easy for us against teams like this. Like, no disrespect to the, to the Preston fans <laughs> coming on shortly, but like, we are at just a totally different level. And I actually, even if we're in the Premier League, I don't think we'd be struggling. Like, this isn't the team that'd be struggling. We'd be mid-table probably. That's being uh, that's raining it in a bit. <laughs> yeah, like I think someone put on the True Faith Facebook group where when Newcastle fit, uh, finish in the Premier League this season on the rough, I'm saying top. Top of the league. Well, look at them, man. They're all they're all rubbish. You see, Man City, Man Man, man City, yeah, Man Man U last night. I know they left some players out, but Christ, John Joe Shelby yeah. would have would have had all of their pants down. Um, I mean, I don't think they'd take it to the cleaners at home, but I think we're still a little bit a little bit off the off that pace. <laughs> I, I just can't see how. Um, how we don't like I'm, I'm I'm starting to sound like you did before we got beat the Wolves like I can't see how we just don't win every game <laughs> like <laughs> just like we played badly for us we played we're a bit average against Ipswich and we still should have scored a couple more goals and beat them like 5-6-0 <laughs> <laughs> like that's us in like second gear it's scary isn't it dude? I like I was, I was we made like you were saying in the Ipswich game so to go back with like is this when Man United were really good 
was it like were the games that boring where you just turned up and obviously we scored in the first like minute so it was just like alright no, we've won now <laughs> there's no way that, like <laughs> there's no way they're going to come back from this and is, is that what it's like is this what winning's like because it's a bit like I can get used to it but it's just a bit like, it's not, I think it's a bit boring is the right word but it's it wasn't exciting against this switch, was it? No, and I think, uh, but it w- was exciting against Preston. But I think um, I don't know. I think win- winning football matches like this in this easily it just it almost like lowers the heart rate. Like I'm sure we're going to come out of this season like healthier people as a result, because um, there's there's just nothing to get annoyed about or upset about or angry about or and you know we have we had bad results this season and Huddersfield especially was a a bad one and Fulham. I was down for them, and it was a. Uh, but you just knew, like you did, just know, like it'll be fine, man. Like even if we drew this weekend coming up, it'll be fine. Even even if I got beat, it'll be fine. We'll still we'll still win the league comfortably. Yeah. Um, so I suppose you mentioned before, ten man Preston. Did the sending off make any difference at all, or was it just was it always just going to be a six 0 hammering? Yeah, it's hard to say because obviously Preston didn't have a single shot before the sending off. Um, and I, 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 it's hard, yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because we were so far on top. Preston's defending was so bad for that first goal. Like, what, what was that like for the first? Like, like lads, you've got one player to mark realistically, Mitrovic, and he's have just not. He's have just like I, I, I don't understand how, how. So if that was going to be the level of Preston's defending for the night. Chances are they were, they were in for a, a hammer in anyway. I can't believe that. Well, we'll speak to the. We'll leave Preston to until later because obviously we're going to speak to some experts compared to me and you. Do you, where do you stand there for Saturday? And I can I can help you with this one if you want, but I don't know you've got your own views. Where do you stand on the Mitrovic debate for Saturday, Mitrovic or Gale? Uh, it's tricky. I like every other Newcastle fan. I I love Mitrovic and it's the <laughs> video of him dancing. Can I just say? I just have to say, n- not every Newcastle fan loves Mitrovic. So well, take that back. You and you, you inside, but even you inside want to, you inside want to love him. Like he is, he's so much value just for just his antics, and when he's scoring goals as well, it's so much easier to justify things. Like yes, he probably shouldn't be chasing after the ball, but he scored two goals and by all accounts played really well. So I'm all right with him doing stuff like that because it's just part of the charm of him. Um, whether he should start or not at the weekend. It's difficult because Gale is scoring goals. He scored in the last four championship Be- games. Before Ipswich, before Ipswich, he had. Yeah, so it's pretty. It'd be pretty harsh to leave him out of the side. Um, I'd like to see Mitrovic play, but I think you've probably got to go back to Gale, who's top scorer in the league for a reason. Um, you should. Probably use Mitrovic more. At the end, back into last season, Mitrovic's role was basically to come on in sort of like the 60th minute, which would get all the fans going, which is obviously helpful, and come on and just terrorise people for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, something like that. Because one of the problems he had last season, majorly, was that he couldn't play 90 minutes at the same sort of like level as he can for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I. As much as I love Mitro, I think you've got to go back to Gale. Okay, and I think that the rest of the team, I mean, I, I really liked it, and I said this in the podcast after Ipswich, I really liked it how um, 
we ended that game with Richie and Atsu. Not, and I like Gufran. Gufran's been great, and he'll start Gufran, I think, at, um, at Preston. But it, it's I would like to see. I don't know it's hard because I don't want to drop Gufran, but I think Atsu, who is naturally a left winger, Atsu on the left and Richie on the right is a, is dead exciting. Like I don't know. I just think that that's one for Rafa to decide. It looks like because of callbacks injury, Hayden comes in anyway, alongside Shelby. I think the fullbacks stay the same. Though he might, he might for this away game, he might play Anita like he did at Barnsley. Uh, stick with set piece at left back, and then obviously the the centre backs and the goalkeeper pick themselves. So that just leaves Big Modiame versus Perez. Perez three goals and an assist in two games. Do you think he gets the nod? No. No, you Not think? Away from, away, away from home, Rafa's going to pick a side that's very functional and we'll just get the job done. I don't think Perez is placed. I think we'll see more of Perez at home this season than we'll away. I think Diame is better suited to sort of the type of game you have to play when you go away from away from home. Same with Anita. I think he'll he'll, uh, he'll start and Gufran as well. All those types of players away from home I've got absolutely no problem with um, in playing. At home though, uh, I agree with you. I think Atu and Richie could be really exciting when we're actually going to go for teams um, I think that could be really exciting left and right yeah. win for us Atsu was really really good he was my standout player actually on Tuesday Atsu just like he just he just caused absolute chaos and you know I don't know you've seen the highlights how he missed that header <laughs> I'll never know yeah. <laughs> um, but he hit the bar he hit the post in the bar he also missed another sitter where the keeper made a save he could have had a hat trick himself and I just I don't know whether because because he was so good on Tuesday, Rafa just might be thinking he he had these lads pants. I know it'd be different lads, but he had these lads pants down there on Tuesday. Surely he's got to start. But then, Gufran, the the win machine. Yeah, and I just you don't need to, we don't need to mess with winning formula in the league either. Gufran's won every every game Gufran's played we've won. Barvilla away, but yeah, yeah. So he stays in he stays in the team definitely. Yeah, fair enough. And how do you, before we get the lads on from Preston, and we'll we'll be respectful, can you see me and you are going as usual? Uh, can you see three points, five five thousand, eight hundred Newcastle fans down? Obviously, there's, there's absolutely no chance that we're not winning that game. <laughs> <laughs> as, as we've just as we've just spent the last sort of fifteen minutes discussing, like it's just the league's too easy for us, and I think once again will be too much for them. Although, how much Preston have had some. Decent results against top teams in the league, yeah. but those top teams are nowhere near as good as us. Preston, I noticed um, he brought off set piece dead early. He was a first player off very early on um, Tuesday, which is kudos to Paul, the captain as well, El Capitan, dumbass. Um And I think it's Preston score, Preston's goals are all headers, <laughs> like pretty much. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, it'll be another Rotherham type game, although Preston are a much better team than Rotherham. Where we, if we defend well, box well, and Darlow comes well from his line, there shouldn't be any problems, and we'll get our goal because we we'll always do. Yeah, not worried. I'm going to go. I'm going to go one nil Newcastle. It's not a bad shout. I'm going to stick with four now. <laughs> that would be some uh, some achievement. So Bolland, Holloway. Bar leads at home or Hull at home. The best draw. Further proof that we're going to win the Football League. 
what kind of win that cup? <laughs> what kind of win that <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a great draw. Um, we'll get to take a load of load of us down. It'll be a midnight. Everyone in Newcastle should come, even if you don't have a ticket. I'm, I'm advocating that. It'll just be like Bruges. I've not been this excited. I've not been this excited for a game since we're booked going to Bruges or maybe maybe Benfica. I, I can't wait. The, the entire of Newcastle should just make its way down to Humber side for the evening. I've got demons to purge here with the League of quarterfinal because the last time I was as excited for a game was the quarterfinal against Spurs under Pardew. Um and like we were proper up for that. Um, Five thousand three hundred Newcastle fans, and then not only did I nearly get arrested before the game, unfairly, I lad. Um, I <laughs> we missed... according to the Marks, the Marks and Spencer staff. <laughs> Uh, we did. We missed the first half an hour be, for reasons that are still unclear. But you know what I mean. And then we missed the first half an hour, and I hate leaving games early. But we left that game early. We left that game when the fourth one in after sixty nine minutes. Was just too pissed to be there. Like there's, there's times when you're, in a, when you're in a football ground that sometimes you're just too pissed to see me, see your team get beat. It's all right when you're winning and you're jumping about and you, you've got like energy to expand expand, but. It just, I was just too pissed. Like I had to leave. Uh, I've been there, Villa Park last year. I've been there. Oh yeah, you were pretty pissed about last year. I've cancelled the season tickets. <laughs> <laughs> All Green Street's fault. Let's have another, let's have four more pints at halftime. <laughs> How have you cancelled right. your season ticket balance between getting Magic. from the Villa Park to the car? <laughs> it's literally impossible. I've cancelled it. It's cancelled. I'm not going back. You weren't going back, were you? Um, did you uh, did you see that thing on Twitter this week that were posted? No, that's very vague, isn't it? By me, did you, <laughs> did you see that thing that were posted? I don't know. I was looking for. I'm doing some research for my next True Faith article. Um, and a foreshadowing, which, a foreshadowing plug there. Yeah, which is on clickbait. So right. naturally, I went to. Uh, Beyond the local press, the Chronicle, I went to um, the region's premier clickbait site, which is the Mag, um, and I, I kind of—I I don't know—I did some kind of search about Ashley or, or something like that, and um, I was reading this very bad article about it, and um, I don't even know if I showed you this actually. So I'm saying I'm searching through these screenshots. Um, anyway, we found a comment. <laughs> uh, by a reader of the mag who doesn't like me inside at all um, so I'll read out what his comment is now if I can find it great planning here um, yeah. have you seen this? no no alright so there's a, there's a the, 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 the initial article on the mag is a farce about it basically just after being relegated and it's like the article is like we're not going to get Benitez because um, Ashley's this and we don't deserve them, and the fan base is to blame because we've just sat by and let we get relegated. It's the fans' fault, and um, this this blow. We've just sat, we've just sat by. Well, what what else are fans supposed to do? Don't even yeah. Don't Bloody even try t- and turning up to the match and watching us get beat. No, basically Idiot. that's that's it. That's what they say. They say that if you're not going back, the blokes probably you might even be listening now. Um, uh, <laughs> if you're not going back. Then it not only do you not go to the match, remember, you have to tell everyone that you're not going back. You have to quantify it with. My first game was in 1946. I went. I got 5,000 loyalty points, and I went to the Anglo-Italian Cup away in 1992. But I'm not going back. 
Um, and then you have to criticise anyone who goes to the match relentlessly because they're not as fucking holy as you and good at being any castle fan or whatever. But this bloke, Ir- Irving Madras, that's what he'd call himself. What does, what, 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 sorry, we shouldn't make fun of people's names. What's he called? Uh, well, I don't know if it's his name. Irving Madras. <laughs> if you have just made you fun find, of his name, then find, he probably you hates you it find, even more. You can find him at the Silver Link selling the best mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um he's put so, so, someone's put like by the way the comment above him was someone saying like well Steve Bruce is at home but they won't show any ambition by going to get him like <laughs> these people man. Um and he's like uh, so many people to the party line but St James's Park will get full houses whatever happens so what are the consequences for the people who run the club? Irving Mattress has written what consequences when the I don't even know this word. When the in, inveterate gobshites likes of Alex Hurst and Simon Campbell on the True Faith <laughs> podcast moan about fans who slate other fans who lap up what Ashley dishes out, you know fine well nothing will happen. So he's angry that we have a go at the likes of him for having a go at fans. And you know, <laughs> when you've got the lads onto the True Faith podcast saying stuff like that, then nothing will ever change. As if, as if we're like some kind of fucking <laughs> example of the, uh, the malaise at Newcastle. Us doing a podcast saying, "Please don't grief fans who go to the match." <laughs> please don't leave me in any comments on the mag because I've made fun of your name. You better mattress. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, if you're uh, listening, Irving Mattress, feel free to come on. Like, and anyone who's listening, whoever disagrees with you on anything. You, like it's an open platform. This come on the show would be delighted to to speak to anybody. Um, you know, it's it's would, would we? well. We got you on, Bolton, <laughs> didn't we? We got you on. Well, I'm right. <laughs> it's not like I'm a special case. <laughs> um, so, Bolton, we've drawn Holloway. You're buzzing. There's rumours. There's rumours of a big allocation. I know NUFC 1984 told me that on, on Facebook, I think, or Twitter, I think they got we got five 5,000 when we played them in the, the FA Cup in, in 08, or, or early stages of 09. Um, yeah. That would be decent. If it's a low allocation, like 3,000, there might be a hashtag loyalty points scramble. Yeah. Um, a lot of loyalty point debate on um, Twitter at the moment, and Facebook, Bond. I don't know if you've seen much of it. Like, can, 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 can you just confirm to me that you, you're a sensible bloke and you understand that loyalty points is, in fact, a very fair way of doing things and a totally reasonable... I, 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 I totally disagree. I think if you've been <laughs> going to the matches, if you've been going to the matches for years and collecting these loyalty points, it's just really unfair on all the people that haven't bothered themselves to go to any of the matches and not collect any of the points. <laughs> um, it's just really unfair. I mean, you've got people... I can, who... sort of, I can see where the frustration comes from, to be fair, like... People, so you've probably got young lads who are 15, 16, whatever, who want to go to the matches but haven't got enough body points purely based on the fact that they probably haven't been alive long enough to amass them. Yeah. And you can see why people get like, ah, uh, you know, like annoyed about it. But, but, at, the, but at the end up, of the day, it, it's there for a reason. Like, I disagree. When you say you can see other thick, like, um, I wasn't I wasn't born with 100 no, loyalty points. No, no, Do, I'm, not, I'm not saying, right, I can see why they get frustrated. Because I, you can, be, can you imagine being like, oh well, I wish I had a hundred points so I could go every game. I can see why people well, get. I used to be like that. It doesn't make it doesn't make that point right, <laughs> but it's unfair. But I can see why there'd be some frustration. Do you remember when we um when in the old days you used to have little pink books for going to away <laughs> games? Like there was no online box office. You had your little book, then you sent in an application for an away ticket. Yeah. 
and you, d- you didn't really know how many loyalty points you had, and or yeah. if you'd get you know these days Lee Marshall's on on Twitter, um, tweeting the allocation and the points, which is great, and you get all this information. You, back in the you know mid two thousands, <laughs> early two thousands when when we started going, I was a teenager. You had no idea what the allocation was. Like very rarely did a game ever get below thirty points. By the way, um, for tickets, so it was really hard. And I, I remember being absolutely gutted that I couldn't go to loads of games because I didn't have the points. Um, yeah. Yet I just accepted it. I didn't go on social media or tweet any UFC saying it's a disgrace. Loyal fans from France, I never get to go to games. Um, I can't have a season ticket because I live too far away. But how am I supposed to go to away games? Like a most away games go to zero points. Do you know what I mean? B, the ones that do go to zero points, you can get tickets. Like, if anyone's listening to this, when we go to most away games, but who doesn't have a season ticket and wants tickets, I'll I'll get tickets for you. If we're not going to match, you can use our tickets. There's loads of people like that. Um, So it's just like, it's just weird how this kind of kickoff comes around every time there's a game. When when we'll get to the cup final, the first cup final, I presume we're going to be in both this season. When we get to the cup final, um, you you can just imagine... Everyone with a season ticket should get a ticket. Sure, I mean, I think for the for the the League Cup, you probably get thirty six k, and we might have a few more than that. But not everyone will be able to make it or will want to go. Yeah. So everyone should be fine. I think the FA Cup, an FA Cup final, will be an issue because you only get about twenty five thousand tickets for a, an FA Cup final. So people uh, want to kick off about something. Wait until we only get twenty five thousand tickets for the FA Cup final, then we'll kick off. Yeah, um, but. You confident in getting past Hull? Yeah, yeah, easy. <laughs> <laughs> anyone, like, anyone, basically, the lower half of the Premier League, I'm confident we can beat home or away. Oh, home or away. I mean, yeah. Hull, Hull, I think, I think, Hull have, um, they've got West Brom at home after us, I think. So that's like a big game for them, isn't it? Yeah, well, that, that, been, I don't know how well they're doing at the minute because I don't tend to watch the yeah, English b- badly. The, 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 the English second second league that much anymore. But um, they, they started off quite well, didn't they? But I think they've dipped quite a lot. Oh, I think they got nine points or something from that first four or five games, and they've they've not picked up a point since. <laughs> yeah, so they'll they'll be in a scrap. And also with Hull, they've got a really really small squad, so we could end up playing their second string really. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. But if they, if they've got one, um, Mike Feeler might be under a lot of pressure. Yeah, I think I think it should be good. And like, I'm dead buzzing. I'm just I'm just talking to you off air about booking the hotel and staying over. Um, but what a night that would be! Everyone just needs to go. Like, what, we ended up with ten thousand people in Bruges didn't have tickets. And besides, only two hours away. There's no excuse. We're <laughs> taking over. We're taking over. Yeah, we're, it won't be on telly as well. Um, Get enough people down a hole and make them put a screen up in the square. <laughs> I'm assuming that I've never been a hole, but I'm assuming they've got a square. Probs, like I said, it's not the best. Not the best. <laughs> so we're joined by um, Charlie, uh, Preston North End fan. Charlie, thanks so much for calling on the show. Really appreciate it. So. Just, no just, just like you alluded to there, um, not the best night for Preston on Tuesday. Did you see that coming? Um, well, I didn't see it for the 
before the game, we, didn't, we obviously didn't see the team cheat till uh, like ten minutes before the game. So I think we thought, oh, he's going to put a good team out here. Came to came to the team sheet, and it was like the few players haven't played in a while in the team, and I was like, right, we'll let him off. He's given he's given the people not played uh, time to show themselves up, like see they prove themselves. But the likes of Ben Davis at left back, he's not played in over a year for us. He's been out all morning, like Trammy and all that kind of stuff. And he's, he was just terrible on Tuesday. Just didn't know what he was doing. Did you Did you see the game? No, unfortunately, I weren't there. But I had some friends who were there. Oh, they were saying quite a few things about the game. Yeah, I mean, do you, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because, like you say, I was at the game and I was really expecting quite a tough, a tough encounter. Um, yeah, and the red card didn't help. But we we've just been saying before this that the even before the red card, you know, Preston didn't really have an, an attack in twenty minutes. Um, it was a very a very odd thing for 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 the manager from our point of view to do, considering your your form was so good. Do you think yeah. Do you think it's going to have much impact on on the weekend, or do you think listen totally different um, first eleven? I think it'd be yeah, I think it'd be totally different first eleven. Brand like full new squads. I think it'd be the same squad we played against Norwich, possibly. But yeah, same squad as against Norwich. Possibly, I'm thinking anyway, because uh, put a lot of pressure on Norwich. Did you see the highlights from that game? No, I'm not. See, I've seen the goal, but yeah. But what, so, where where do you yeah. think this run of forms come from? Then, like, uh, just uh, saying before to someone else that I think it's uh, determination. Like a lot of other fans have been saying, we're a working team. Like we work for the ball. Like some team, like your team, you've got world class players, Premiership players, you'd even call them. Yeah, and you just get the ball and it sticks to their feet we've got players who work hard just running for the ball tackling just making their challenges as you can see from the Fordersfield game we scored from three consecutive set pieces yeah <laughs> just, just a work, a team full of workers just working hard for each other the good news the, goals. the good news for you is we, we only concede from set pieces we don't concede from open play so it's your strength um, well, fingers crossed on Saturday yeah are you going to match on Saturday yeah, I should be there, yeah. Yeah, and um, you know, hand on heart, how do you see it going? Um, God's honest truth, I reckon it'd be a better year than Tuesday, obviously, because a better, better team out, hopefully. I reckon it'll be a tough game. Yeah. Probably finish a draw, either like 2-1-2 or something like that. Yeah, fair enough. And what, what constitutes success for Preston this season? What, what would you be happy with? I'd be happy with maybe just getting in the playoffs or just, just out of it ok like 6th yeah. and 7th because last year we first first year back in championship we finished 11th so we did alright which is higher expectations because obviously Preston fans are always expecting more and last season finished 11th which was great because it's first season back up because no one expected it yeah no but that's in- we finished 11th now everyone's expecting more so yeah. when, uh, when we do when we do get a defeat everyone's taking everything like oh we should be winning that game Aye. So a lot of a lot of fans are like, why did he put that team out on Tuesday? <laughs> but like I said, he was t- saving Saturday. Yeah, well, I, I mean, that hangover from I remember I, within my memory, I can remember you pushing on pushing on the first with, with Billy Davis as your manager. Yeah, you pushing back on in the, the first. Like two thousand and four, two thousand and five, got in playoffs against West Ham. In final, yeah. when Bobby Zamora scored in the last couple of minutes. <laughs> Is that, is that just a, just a hangover from the 
almost, almost glory days and the fans are just turning quickly expecting more because to me no disrespect intended what the pressing fans mid-table of the championship that sounds pretty good to me <laughs> Yeah, well, they expect a lot, don't they? Wrestling fans. Which is always a good thing to be fans like one more. Yeah. It's the same with you, like, you're a big fan base. They always expect him more. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, I mean, we, we're, we're having a, a great time. <laughs> I don't know if you've found this, but Newcastle fans are loving the championship. It's so much better. It's so yeah, much like better. Easier, yeah, but so, it's so much better. So much better being down down in the championship than scrapping in the bottom end of the Premier League, which is a horrible experience. Um, yeah, but yeah, well, no, Char- Charlie, I know we've got to let you go because you're a bit short on time. So I really appreciate it, and uh, uh, no best of luck for the rest of the season beyond Saturday. Yeah, cheers, you too. So very fortunate today to be uh, joined by Press and North End fan Tom. Uh, Tom, thanks very much for coming on. We really appreciate it. But from Twitter, I can also see you have allegiances to both clubs who are playing this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that? Uh, have you lived in Newcastle or is it family or? But I do get into better, so of course, Newcastle is my hometown and this box all my life. So oh, I right. just I got into Newcastle for years ago, and because obviously I didn't really want to support like a second team or like the team who I liked, like. Man United or Chelsea, so I just thought I spoke to Newcastle because I just thought the bigger club, bigger club, and big foundation, all that, and yeah, that's it, really. Good stuff. Are you going to the match this Saturday? Yes, I am. Yes, yes, I am. Yeah, and um, hand on heart, do you think? Do you think after the the defeat on Tuesday, Preston have got any chance at all? Well, like I say, I think it's. I think we. Should, I think both sides made changes, didn't we? Newcastle, I think, made seven. We made nine. And it was a chance to get into the next round. And but I think the league is for us is more important than like a cup game. But I think we I think we will play our first team, so I think it'll be difficult for Newcastle. I think it won't be easy. I think it'll be a hard game, but I think I, I just think maybe Newcastle will win it because I think they've got the experience and I think we've got a better budget. But I think we will but I think we will push them all the way, yeah. I think, I think it'll be a good game. Yeah. And um like how how has your season gone so far? I mean, it, it, it seems like you've had a season of two halves, a shaky start, and then you've done really well. Well, is 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 it good? Do you think Preston are doing well this season? Um, well, I think we've done mixed so far. Like you say, we've had a bad start. The first, first three games we've lost, and of course we lost against Brentford five 0 which isn't really ideal. Going away from home losing five 0 then we had um, a cup game against Bournemouth, which we wasn't expected to go there and win because. They're a Premier League team and we won 3 2 and, and we played like teams like Brighton, Huddersfield, Villa, who after, of course expected to like do well and do good budgets and all that. And we just went, went there and won, won all the games. I think we've won our last four or five games against top teams. So it's been mixed, a mixed start, yeah, but I think we've had a fairly good start now, yeah. Interesting. So is, is Grayson um, popular amongst the fans? Because I heard at the start of the season, probably after that Brentford defeat, there's a few people getting on his back. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I think he was. Uh, I think there was some fans saying wanted him out and calling him all sort of names and stuff. But I think with last season when we got promoted, probably one, we finished eleventh, which is for a team who's got like promoted. It's great, isn't it? And it, 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 back in our first season in the championship, and this season we've had a bad start. But we've, I think. We've done well, and when he was a 
appointed about three years ago and he was great for us. He, he took us up to League One, uh, to Championship and did well in League One and he's doing well now and I think not many managers have a lot of time now in football, don't they? And he was appointed in 2013 and he'd been here for like four, four or three years so it's quite, so it's quite possible with the fans, yeah. Yeah, and what, what, what would you say constitutes a good season for Preston? Where would you be happy uh, with in the league? Well, I think the first, well, when you first, the first game of the season with their wedding, obviously, fans always hope to do well and all, all that. And, but we, I think with the budgets and with the teams in the, in the championship, which is obviously higher from Preston, Preston and we all thought maybe finishing mid-table surviving, but now we're near the playoffs, I think if we beat Newcastle on Saturday, we're going to play maybe. So it's, it's kind of funny, but I think, uh, I think if you say a question, I think maybe mid-table is 10th, 11th place, maybe, and just take it from where, really. I, th- I think we've got a playful squad who can finish mid-table, so maybe higher. So, yeah. Yeah. And do you want to, do you want to give us a, a prediction? Like, what's your prediction for Saturday? Um, well, in my heart, I think I have to say maybe a two-one Preston win, but I think maybe I think I think in reality I think Newcastle will probably edge it, maybe two-one or one-nil. But I think it'll be a close game. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for coming on. It's certainly been interesting to get uh, the the Preston point of view. And best of luck for the rest of the season um, after Saturday. All right. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks to Charlie and Tom as well for their time. Um, like I said recently, we'll try and have opposition fans on each week before um, before weekend games. Uh, shout out as well to Legends Day, which is coming against Cardiff through Gallagher Flags. We're going to have 12 monstrously sized uh, Legends flags of different characters throughout Newcastle United's history. Get to the game early if you could please help spread the message. The Chronicle are doing a big feature this week on it. Um, I know the club, Newcastle, uh, have been really helpful as well. and They've got some minds in the fight to help us out. So that's the card of home game and I'll be pushing that a lot. And as usual, give us a follow on at TF Weekly Pod. Tell us what you think, if you disagree. Um, Like I said during the show, anyone is welcome to come on at any point. Just get in touch through Twitter and we'll have you on at some point. Uh, Thanks for listening. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.